Hi, friends. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Lauren, your host. I'm an intuitive, a healer, a mama, a daughter, a wife, a friend. I'm all these things, but I'm more than that. Join me on the discovery of who I am. I'll be sharing stories and wisdom and just friendship and life and love. So then join me. Let's inhale courage, exhale fear, and dive in. Well, hello, friends. Um, It is so good to be back here um, again with you. Um, I want to explain a little bit about my absence, and then I am going to finally release the most talked about episode of the season, uh, my conversation with my mom, friend, Amanda. Um, so first of all, I apologize. I just kind of dropped off the face of the earth with absolutely no warning. Um, did not expect to be gone for almost four whole weeks. Um, I really thought that I was kind of back in the studio and ready to release new episodes. But in honoring kind of the season I'm in of life, I really was present and Christmas. And then we had Piper's birthday, my oldest who just turned three, and then we potty trained. And I am, um, while I was kind of gone from the podcast, I started, uh, spiritual coaching and I have three clients currently. And so I had a couple client calls that took a lot of energy and, um, I've been working on revamping my website a little bit. And so I've just been really busy, kind of focused on some of the internal things and also honoring that it's the winter time. And in the winter, like bears, we hibernate. And so I've kind of been in this like mini little hibernation mode and haven't really felt like coming out of that and needing that sacred time for myself um, and not really ready to show up back here fully, but I am back. Um, we're almost through the birthday season. So we have Christmas, then Piper's birthday is New Year's Day. Then Hazel's birthday is the 20th of January. So that's two weeks after Piper's. And then two weeks after that is mine. So we're in the depths of birthday time. Um, we're having a family birthday party this weekend. And if you're listening to this on Friday when this releases, um, and then we have some fun family things planned. Um, it's my husband's grandmother's 80th birthday. So we're going to um, North Conway, New Hampshire, which is a beautiful area of New Hampshire up north um, where there's lots of ski mountains and just snow and just fun things. And all of our extended family will be up there and it will be the first time that the kids will stay in a hotel overnight. So we're super excited. Um, The hotel has a pool, so it'll just be really fun um, and kind of an excuse to celebrate Hazel's first birthday, Um, which really, for me, it's a whole separate episode, but her birth and postpartum has been truly transformational for me in the spiritual sense, um, really calling me to my soul calling um, and asking me to truly step up 
um, and to work through some of that. So I already have this episode and then there's one more coming out that's there's this is a two-part conversation it was like an hour and a half conversation so it's a two-part conversation um it's mostly unedited for the most part there's like a few pauses that we take that i kind of cleaned up but otherwise you get from very start to very finish um i don't really like to edit my episodes too much uh, i think it's more authentic and real when you have kind of the screw-ups, the mistakes, so to speak. They're not really mistakes. They're just lessons. Um, When you just see the real version of life, and I'm not here to hide behind this microphone and this podcast. I'm here to show you how to authentically show up as yourself. And that's really, really important to me and to the reason why I started Peace and Calm Mom is to show you how it's okay to show up in the messy and the sometimes chaotic way of life. But if we can find the moments of peace and calm, then that's all we can ask for. So a lot of this conversation with Amanda has really helped me to kind of push through some of my hesitations with showing up back in this space. And she really has been a huge support for me. Um, And I just am really grateful that she was my first interview because we had a ton of technical issues. Um, I have a Chromebook. So I had no idea that uh, Zoom does not record on a Chromebook. This was also before Zoom started changing their rules around recording. Um, Now you have to pay to record. But um, she was a trooper. And uh, like, basically, we should have just been recording that whole time because it was just hilarious. I mean, we were just a hot mess. I should say I was a hot mess. Um, trying to get the technology to work and that my mic wouldn't work. It was like a whole big mess. Um, but we finally got it to work and, um, I'm really, really excited. So wanted to give her a little proper introduction. Amanda is a mother of three, soon to be four. She's due in February. So excited. Uh, married to her best friend, adores her sweet fur baby Nala and is a Midwesterner. Midwesterner. She's from Chicago. She was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago and after a couple moves landed here in New Hampshire thanks to her husband. In addition to mom life, which has some of you may know, includes many titles, which we chat about, she works from home as a director of marketing and co-runs Rooted Partners, which her and her partner started back in 2020. Additionally, she's a skincare consultant, runs social media for the girl behind the blooms, is a home decor designer and a writer. She has a passion for the green, aka the pretty flower, industry, loves to travel, puts her family above everything, has faith in God, but also the woo-woo, and tries to get a little sleep every now and then, don't we all? She's extremely organized. Like, when I say extremely, I mean extremely. Like, she makes me feel like a crappy mom (laughs) because she's so organized, but it's her strength, which some call OCD, and, well, she's totally okay with that. 
And in her spare time, if there is any, she enjoys watching Hallmark movies, which is why we're besties. Um, Watching her kids find joy in the little things, going on adventures, and creating new memories. Oh, and supporting her friends in their dreams. She's so excited to meet the Peace and Calm Mom community, and I personally am so grateful she's here with us today to share her heart, her wisdom, and her words with us. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Amanda. This will be a two-part episode, so part one will release today, and part two will release on Wednesday if you are listening to this on release day. So without further ado, here we go. We are now consenting to recording. I did consent. I gave my consent. Excellent. Uh, We spent... 40 50 minutes <laughs> trying to get it to work only to find out you can't record on a chromebook yes see at least you figure that out with me though instead of like having someone on that you really want to interview True. i do really want to interview you don't make yourself sound horrible guinea pig uh, over here yes thank you for being my guinea pig i truly of course, of course. anytime Sorry, it took us so long to uh, figure it out. But that's okay. It's not like it's not like you and I don't have anything else going on. No, or, you know. <laughs> it's not like we're mothers trying to like, you know, smile down the chaos. Wasn't yeah. that the topic? <laughs> exactly. So I want to start the recording. I usually introduce the person or if I have a person, it's only been my sister and my husband so far. So <laughs> thank you Seriously, for being, you need to turn this into a comedy show. You really well, do. Maybe that's, maybe that's the next direction for peace and combat. Maybe it's, it's all about comedy instead. Yeah. Peace, calm and comedy. <laughs> and the shit show of mother. <laughs> Seriously. Just add that, add that as the tagline. Yeah. Peace and calm shit show of life. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's inhale courage exhale fear because yeah. there's a lot of fear going on yeah no. fear you're no gonna kidding. screw up your kid fear you you can't figure out how to record and so you don't have interviews so true fear of so, it all yeah everything yes mother everything mm-hmm. well i will do a little blip about you ahead okay. of time and okay. then I'll probably put some of this in and okay. then I'll do an intro, actual intro of you. And then you can tell us all a little about yourself and um, then we can kind of dive in okay. and I won't keep it too long because That's okay. Tell a little bit about myself. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know to... Okay. Like, um, you're a mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> How long did you want this to go? <laughs> as long as it needs to. It can be a two-parter. <laughs> <laughs> That's motherhood. It just keeps going and going and going. Seriously. No uh, kidding. <laughs> so I have on today my very good friend, Miss Amanda. She is one of my mommy friends. Uh, we met through Baby Steps, right? Yeah. So long. Yeah. Um, it was a, ago. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a free uh, mom's group put on by the local hospital that we both gave birth at. And 
for some reason, everybody in that class was like a holiday baby. <laughs> Do you That's remember so that? True. That's so true. We were going around the room and it was like, everyone introduced yourself and your baby. And it's like, New Year's, Thanksgiving, Christmas. That, what else was there? Fourth of July. It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> <I know. laughs> it was like the holiday babies. It was yeah, so it funny. Was. And then COVID hit. And then, yeah. Yeah. Then, then we were able to at least stay in contact, which was huge. I don't know what I would have done without having somebody going through it, raising a little one. Seriously. Yeah. And then now they're toddlers (laughs) and they're talking and they're hilarious little people. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We started out with like infants and then COVID hits and now we have I don't know. It feels like so much time has gone by. It's like we have mini teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are toddlers just mini drunk people? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. It's like, where did the time go? Everyone's having seconds and thirds. And I'm like, how much time went by in COVID? You know, I, I know. About the month of masks. And here we are two and a half years later. I know. And now we have two kids <laughs> and our first kids still haven't even met. <laughs> Technically, technically they did. Technically they, they did. They did meet as we both sat there in baby steps nursing and just that's true. Being transparent with everything. That is true. But they do not recall that meeting. We'll just have yeah. to tell them. Right. You know, that they were the friends from the beginning. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you better like each other. <laughs> exactly. They're instant friends. They just yes. don't know it yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, hopefully yours is rough and tumble because mine apparently likes to go bushwhacking because I came home from work and she had scratches all over her face. And I was like, what happened? She went under the tree that my husband wants to cut down in our yard that I refused to let him. Oh, that tree. That tree. Yep. Yep. Okay. And she climbed under it and then coming out got scratched all over her face. So... Ours is very adventurous. He has no fear with anything. So I think they would probably be a match made in friend heaven with yes, that one. Probably. Yes. Mine also told me she needed to bring the rock back outside because she knows they belong outside. Oh. But she had it inside. Rock outside. <laughs> she identifies well. She <laughs> does. <laughs> and she had to bring it back to where she got it specifically which was down on the driveway. See, now we just need to apply those same things inside when it comes to toys and all of that. Yes, please share your ways. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We're a work in progress. We're still tripping on stuff. Plus we're carrying around Hazel, so we can't see anything. We have no idea where we're going. And she's massive, so she's just a large baby. She's in six month clothes at three months old. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Piper wow. was a peanut compared to her. And I know Bex is the same way. Bex will be two and a half next month and he still wears 18 month items on some <laughs> things. Like <laughs> the only thing he got for me was tall, long, and lean. That's yeah. that's um but yeah, like I was packing clothes and for shorts coming up, it's 18 months. So wow. you get a lot. I mean, I get longevity out of it. Yeah. Is, but 
you know, I'm kind of like, hmm. <laughs> I just retired a pair of 24 month pants for Piper. Just retired. <laughs> Hazel's in six months and like, it's only a little bunchy up here. <laughs> I'm like, girl, you're going to ruin all my seasons. I had everything lined up perfectly <laughs> and you're just going to screw that all up. <laughs> just the changes in one to the next I know it's uh, every season is new I feel like I'm constantly learning Mm -hmm. constantly navigating and it gets harder yet easier yeah I don't know if you feel that yeah the harder it gets easier or it's like the the things that should be easy get harder. Yes. You know what I mean? Things that we do on the regular, they just seem to, maybe it's just like the repetition of it becomes exhausting that it seems harder, even though it's not, you know, (laughs) like putting on our shoes. (laughs) Why does it take 10 minutes to put on shoes? Yeah, I asked my children the same question. Why does it take you 10 minutes to put your shoes on? You know. How many times can one person ask, can you please put your shoes on? Can you please put your shoes on? Can you please put your shoes on? I would answer that question if I knew, but no matter how many times I ask it, it's still not enough. (laughs) At least the the little ones were able to at least just put their damn shoes on and just get over and let's move on. Even if there's a meltdown that happens, I don't care. It's for the sake of time. Yes, it is. (laughs) I've been ready for 10 minutes. I'm overheating. I have your sister in my arm. I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. Put your darn shoes on. Yes, that's so true. It's so true. (laughs) But I feel like at the same time, the longer you're in it, the easier it becomes in some ways. I think that's true. I mean, if I... I don't know. Like I look back and I went from like zero to three kids, (laughs) like boom, Um, which might sound confusing to some people. I'll explain this one, but um, (laughs) like when my, you know, my husband and I started dating, he had um, two kids, you know, from a previous uh, relationship. And so through all that, I kind of like, for lack of better terms, not literally, but like adopted them into my life. Right. And so when they became part of my life, they were three and five. And so, and now they're turning, well, eight in a couple weeks and 10. And so to go from that, and then, you know, I bring my little one in back, who's now almost two and a half. It was like, there was no, like, warm up there was no grace period of like let me start with one and we'll see how it goes goes. (laughs) I thought you know what I'm gonna move to New Hampshire we got married let's buy a house I changed my career you know what let's have a baby and let's just do everything in one year and I thought right after that it's gonna be smooth sailing because because why not how much, more, how much more can you add in I don't think there is anything so it was like kind of just I think 
almost, even though when I had Bex, I was a first time mom right? In, in having my son. I felt that, but in a way I didn't feel like a first time mom. And so it, honestly, like a little part of me almost feels like that, that true new first feeling wasn't fully there. Yeah. Because I have my two stepchildren who right. I love and adore. Of course. Um, you know, so it was almost like when I had Bex, it wasn't like the whole very like first time jitters because I was like, okay, well, I, I already have like the two, even though I didn't have like that, you know, <laughs> late nights and nursing and all of that. <laughs> they don't tell you all that no. <laughs> right away. So it's the chaos just transitions. Yeah. It became a new type of chaos, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, three kids going for, I feel like the transition, even from one to two, I never anticipated how hard yeah. it was. So I can't imagine what two to three was like, especially with it being your first biological child. Yes. And like yes. carrying that child to term and all of the emotions that come with it and all the hormones and all the chaos that's, brand new mom life and knowing what it's like, because you were a new mom, but Mm -hmm. you had already had a three and five-year-old. So, which are in a very different stage than a brand new baby. (laughs) Very different stage. And those hormones, no joke. I mean, that when you hear about like, I just, before I had had back on when people were like, you know, I just, I just started crying. I'm like, what? Like what? You just start crying, like, okay. And I'll preface this by saying I'm naturally just a very feely, emotional person. I there are no secrets with me. I'm transparent. I am an open book, hard on my sleeve. Then enhance that like a hundred right. times when you're pregnant and you're like, that is not me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know who that is. You know, yep. it's just about all these wonderful and exciting and scary and frustrating, all these emotions. And it's like, I almost felt because I had my two stepchildren, I almost felt like I had to manage that differently than if I didn't have my right. two children because it was just, I already had two relying on me, you know, yeah. which is, crazy and so then thinking about okay if we if we add another in the mix what does what does that look like right and every time I think like oh gosh I couldn't add more somehow we always manage it right like no matter what we're doing we always manage it yeah so what's another thing right just add one more why not yeah throwing a dog a cat another job I mean (laughs) I'll be fine exactly (laughs) Well, I like having two kids in two years was just a wild roller coaster. Like I just, I feel like I can't take a breath. So I can only imagine what it's like with three kids. I mean, luckily there's a big enough gap that they were probably able to help more. Like that is a blessing, but not to the extent she tells me the bottle's heavy. I ask her, can you hold the bottle for a minute? Heavy mama, heavy. I'm like, it is not heavy. 
you can hold it for one second while I do something with my other hand. She held it just fine when she was using it. So (laughs) there's such, I know it's so true. And you had a a job change too. And you launched this podcast and you started this whole like new journey and like you add in all these layers and then you soon start it. I feel like it's so naturally to being a mom is such an amazing, rewarding full-time job. Yeah. And then if you add in a career on top of it, okay, then you have this whole other element that fulfills you in a different way. And I don't, I think we're aligned on this, but like, I never want to feel like I'm giving 50% to anything I am involved in, you know, because then I just feel like we've talked about this, like mom guilt, like I'm not living up to not necessarily other people's standards, but like the standards I have for myself, right? you know? So you just, it kind of like compounds and it's like, that's something I really, at least over the past couple of months tried to like focus on is like, it's so natural and easy to put yourself last. Yes. All Especially the time. as a mother. All the time. Yeah. yeah. Because your innate <clears throat> nature is wanting to give and wanting to Absolutely. serve and wanting to help and wanting to be there. And you are, have probably, you seem like the person that have has always wanted to be a mom. And mm-hmm. like, I've known I wanted to be a mom since I was five years old. So mm-hmm. it's in, I mean, people in college used to call me mom. Like, Mm -hmm. because I always had the chapstick in my purse or the hair elastic or whatever it was. I was always there to help (laughs) or the bandaid in my purse. I was that girl. Mostly because it was for me. (laughs) (laughs) I was the klutz, but, you know, just, I've always wanted to be a mom. So stepping into that role was very easy, but then you Mm -hmm. also, because you're so prepared for it, you almost forget that you're you too. And you got to find you in all of that mm-hmm. and make sure you're doing things for you, which yeah. is why I do the podcast. I know that you and I have talked about how we take baths and like yeah. take that time to be alone by ourselves in silence, drinking whatever we want to drink, whether it's tea mm-hmm. or a cocktail or mm-hmm. just in peace and just that moment to yourself. Mm-hmm. To- do whatever yeah (laughs) and not have someone pulling at you or needing you (laughs) it's so true I mean when you think about it when you hear the words mom or mommy or mom or whatever you're called I mean there truly is nothing better than hearing that of course now after I hear it 200 times (laughs) in five minutes I'm like okay okay a little overwhelmed here (laughs) But it's, you know, it's, you say those little moments and it sounds so silly, but like (laughs) going in the bathroom without hearing my name, it's like, oh, here's my, you know, just go in there. You're not even going to the bathroom. (laughs) Just sit in there. But, you know, you and I talk about it when we went um, out a couple of weekends ago of like getting the bath salts. Right. And Mm -hmm. I have found that. I always put everyone's schedule before my own, like my kids, their school, their activities, my work, um, my husband's schedule, travel. And I 
was never really taking time for myself. And that's something I've been trying to like work through is like, what are things that I can do for myself? And I think I got to a point like a month ago where I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not asking to take the time. I'm just saying I'm doing this because if I don't, I'm not going to get the time or it's going to be like negotiated. And then it's even, I don't know. I feel this way. Even when I go out and do something like, let's say I go get my nails done. It must be the natural mom in us that even when I'm out, I'm like, okay, I've been gone 45 minutes. I hope everything like, and that is, it's loving, but it's also at the same time, like, I feel like we're um, selling our time short, like our own personal time. Yes. You know, because we're so guilty about taking yes. the time for ourselves that we're like, oh, we, our kids were with my parents for five days, five days, which we need. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, but I was like, I miss them. I shouldn't yeah. miss them. I should be enjoying myself. I need to be paying attention to my husband, but this is a lot of together time. And, but I miss my kids and all these thoughts running through your head all the time. And you're just like, why can't I just sit here and relax? And by the last day, it was pretty much the last, well, maybe it was the second day. It was the second day. I could like actually relax. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, no one needs me to feed them. No one mm-hmm. needs me to do anything. I don't need to f- like, put anyone on the potty. I don't need yep. to change a diaper. I don't need to do anything. I can just sit and read a book. I you bought 12 books this weekend. You brought 12 books? Bought. 12 oh, you books. bought them on your trip. Yes. Well, you went Did to Portland you Did you and I bought of them? 12 books. I started reading one. I'm four chapters in. <laughs> The inspiring thing is the determination is there. You bought the 12 bucks. I bought the 12 bucks. I'm I'm four chapters into the first one. (laughs) I did not spend a lot of money. (laughs) They were like 50 cent bucks. But still, I bought 12 bucks. And two for Piper, of course. Of course. (laughs) Well, you know, the, the ambitious side is present, which is great. See? It's a, it's a small step it is. forward. Well, and I told Spike, I said, I'm not going to have to buy books for another year because it's <laughs> my year's worth right there. So I'm good. I stocked up. I probably bought six years worth of books. But... Yeah. By the time, you know how many books I've sitting here? That book I read was in September when, you know, Andy and I went on a, a trip. It was the first time I ever left Beckham. And serious mom guilt had anxiety about leaving I was like how at this point he was almost two so that I had never even had an overnight away from him nothing and part of it is all my family's in the midwest and so I don't have that luxury of you know someone to leave him with for an overnight or anything so um, honestly, when that comes up, I fly my family in, which is amazing because I get to see them, but they're so right. loving and gracious. And I know I've told you, but I'm super close with them. And so when we <laughs> went out of town last year, I had all this anxiety. And then once I was, it, I think it's like the, the buildup of actually yes. like separating. Yes. Right. And then I was like, oh my God, it, like, I hope he, do- <laughs> I hope he doesn't forget me. And like, <laughs> 
you know, it's not like I'm going off for months. Yeah. You know, I only birthed them. I mean, yeah, he's going to so, just forget you in a few nights. Again, mom guilt sending in yes. like, I know I shouldn't be doing this. And as soon as I was gone, I was like, can we extend our trip? Like, <laughs> this is amazing. I know my husband and I pushed my push the girls coming back we're like oh you can keep them till Tuesday (laughs) like one more night of being able to go out to eat and not having to worry about somebody else or them yelling or running around or like just eating a meal while it's hot yeah and not having to wait to eat it Mm -hmm. or sharing your meal yes or having them climb over you to get some of your meal yeah Yeah, it was so nice. And it was, but then you feel guilty because you're like, am I getting too used to this? Am I going to wish away all the years that I get to watch them growing up? Am I looking forward to them being gone someday? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not now. But not now. I want to enjoy all the moments leading up to that. And then it will be a new form of life. But this is a glimpse of what it would be like. It is. But I feel like that is so as hard as it is, it's so important for us to do, whether it's individually or with our partner or spouse or with friends, because it fulfills like different buckets in you. And I feel like it only makes you a better mom because those other aspects are built up, you know, as hard as that is. I mean, because in the moment, yeah, it's like, (laughs) no, I'm I'm going to stay home tonight. You know, I'm (laughs) going to, but it's so fulfilling when you do. That's why I think you and I talk about self-care so much. And it's like, what are things that we could do to like, I guess, self-support our, us, right. you know? Um, I think the, the hardest challenge is just finding the time yes. <laughs> to do it. You can, you can say to little, you're blue in the face that you need to make time for self-care, but it's finding the time. So mm-hmm. I know you said that you've actually scheduled it into your calendar because oh, yeah. you have to actually make that time. I put it on the calendar. I go, I started going to this writer's forum at the library mm-hmm. and I realized how much I really needed that and that community, especially in regards to writing. Cause I'm so passionate about it mm-hmm. and I want to publish my book of poems and I know I've shared it with you. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, that's my, that's part of my self-care. And mm-hmm. so it's on the calendar and it's a non-negotiable. I'm mm-hmm. going, it's once a month. It's on a Friday night, which is really hard, but I make sure that there's dinner ready to go. <laughs> Again, Again, being a mom, yeah. you do everything to get everyone else ready and to make it easier on everyone else. Mm-hmm. So we Just really so I can have that time. Yes. We do all the legwork just so we can get our special moments. Right. And then we feel guilty when we're there. And, and we're constantly looking them. at our watch. I know. Yes. I know. You know, it's something to think about too. I mean, not to like categorize or anything, but like, I kind of wonder sometimes like on the, on the reverse role, right? Right. Like when they leave, like, what is the mindset when they leave? Yeah. Like. I feel like it's completely, it's got to be completely different because I feel thought. like they just shut off. <laughs> like yeah. they don't. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going. Goodbye. Like, <laughs> you got it. Yeah. You take care of everything. I don't have to worry because we take care of it all. Yeah. 
so So they can just leave and it's carefree yes yeah it's like the um what what would we call it like they have the they have the shutoff valve we don't yeah and they already have the reassurance that everything is okay because it's like always to do it (laughs) always yeah always (laughs) yeah how do we let them become part of the stress of it though like how do we relinquish that control yes Mm -hmm. to let them want to help or is it just programming in the differences biologically chemically of Mm -hmm. men and women that they just don't think the same as us that they're not possibly capable of thinking about all the different things that we have going on and all the different tabs and all the worries that we have. Is that just like a mother's intuition or is that programming? Like, I think it's a combination. Like, I think, I think naturally maybe women are probably better at multitasking right. because we're always working in so many different avenues. Um, so I think there's that aspect, but then I also almost think we create the environment because we want to ensure that our kids are taken care of, that things run smoothly. And I think part of the reason, not only with that, but we want to make it easier on ourselves. So we're not constantly stressed and scattered and like running more than a million miles a minute. Right. And so it's natural for us to do that. And in turn, we're creating the beast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because we want it all to work right. 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 The way we want it. <laughs> right. You know, like, I don't, I don't want to be out and get a message like, should I cut the apple in thin slices or thick? Like, I don't know. Just, right. just figure it out. <laughs> That's always my answer. I don't know. Just figure it out. You know how to do this. You are an adult. <laughs> yes. It's not that hard. <laughs> I figure yeah. it out. I didn't know before. And that's the thing. I feel like it is just about figuring it out. Yes. Whether it comes to mom life or managing stress or your career, it's just there is no textbook to follow with any of it and I I almost feel like sometimes society programs us to think that there is and it's okay to not have all the answers it's okay to take time for yourself it's okay to not do things right it's okay to scream and lose your patience although if that happens Hello, mom guilt. That's right. (laughs) I'm ruining my kid. I'm screwing them up for life. They're going to be yellers. They're going to be think that they were abused. (laughs) Everything goes through your mind. And it's not, it's not that we want to go down rabbit holes. I think we just were wired that way, you know, Uh, and it's a very, eye-opening experience and looking at it (laughs) from the big picture you know and it's life-changing oh it is I mean it really is 
everyone says it is, but they don't, you don't really understand it until you become a mom. And then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's what everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. This is going to be my biggest test of life for my whole life mm-hmm. of figuring it out as I go. Yeah. And how do I take care of me and everyone else and not lose my cool mm-hmm. and be like still sane and still be me and still be the person I was before I was a mom. Mm-hmm. But I don't think mm-hmm. you're ever quite still that person. You're that person, but transformed a little. Yeah, I agree Bec- with that. Because your heart is now walking outside of you mm-hmm. and you have to worry about that little heart getting hurt mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. doing something that you don't necessarily approve of or living a lifestyle that you don't agree with or mm-hmm. being somebody that you don't recognize <laughs> in mm-hmm. that you didn't raise them to be like that, but that's how they choose to live. Like you have all those fears that there's your heart walking around, just chilling outside of you and you have to just let it go Mm -hmm. day by day while also teaching it how to be a good person. Right. Right. And preserving those great qualities or in their childhood and like, Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. I hope that you found a feather of wisdom and insight in today's episode. It would mean so much to me if you shared this with a friend, a family member, a loved one, anyone, really. (laughs) That's how the show gets out there. That's how more people find me. And that's how it can grow. Thank you so much for showing up today for yourself, for for who you want to be. Let's remember to inhale courage, exhale fear, be calm.